0: Hello and welcome to Reflections Inside the Greenhouse with Max Media. Hi there. Hi again. How are you? Welcome back to the greenhouse. It's been a minute. How are you keeping? I hope you're doing fine. Now, uh, welcome to you if you're listening for the first time. For the first time, you are welcome. You are always welcome. Thank you for listening. And I'll start off by saying this is not my usual vibe, what I'm going to share, share here today. But <laughs> I've had such an awful experience recently that the only way to get it off my chest is to write about it. That's my therapy. That's how I handle myself stuff. So I'm sharing my thoughts, which I took pen to paper about this week. So the moral of this story is, please look after your teeth. Yes, I know. Please look after your teeth. If you do that, if you look after your teeth, may you never have the experience that I've had over the last two weeks. So I've been a patient at this particular dental practice for many years now, and when i joined there there was a main dentist who looked after my treatments and let's keep him anonymous for now and I'm, i'll call him dr j so he was the he was the best He was really good. Maybe I should hail him out. Maybe I should name and fame him because he was that good. He had a great bedside manner, if you know what I mean. Um, He was calm. He was clear. Great sense of humor. Exceptionally talented. I mean, just a good good dentist. Um, He'd tell you what needed doing. He'd get it done. There'd be no faffing around. Just straight to the point. Get it done. Uh, He knew what he was doing. He he knew what he was doing. By the way, I talk about him as if... I talk about him in the past tense. Um, as whilst he is still, thankfully, with us. With, he's still with us. He's now taken a uh, well-deserved retirement. So he's no longer at the practice. But he's now been bought and taken over by another doctor. So, back to Dr. J. He knew what he was doing. Now, I'm no dentist, but I know that he knew what he was doing. Sometimes... You, do you ever find that even if you're not qualified in a certain area... When you come across someone who claims to be qualified, you can tell whether they really know what they're talking about or if they really know what they're doing. You know, you just instinctively know. And uh, conversely, on the flip side, you instinctively, instinctively know if someone who claims to be qualified in an area, let's say, dentistry for the purpose of this episode you can just feel confident or not depending on the performance of a dentist you know you know whether they know what they're doing they know what they're talking about who knew it could be that deep so anyway pardon the pun because I went for a root canal treatment and it was deep root canal treatment oh the joy the subliminal joy but the time I left, two and a half hours later, I was traumatized. I had to be in a, a horizontal position for the whole duration, which, which is usual. I know there's nothing unusual about that. You know they need access, and you need to be in that position. But as far as I can remember, they always warned you if they were going to adjust the chair, didn't they? Well. I was warned with the first adjustment and then after that I was yanked down, I was yanked up, I was yanked back, all without warning and you can't even complain because your mouth is clamped down with instruments. And also now after all these years of successful dental treatments, they now suggest isolating the tooth that they're working on, which involves a wretched square piece of what I can only call latex being placed over your mouth about three or four inches square this piece of latex this rubber sheet sort of thing and it's placed over your mouth and it was partly placed over my nose and I was thinking I can't breathe I can't breathe so anyway so this latex sheet uh, they placed it over your mouth and pressed it down over the tooth in question which they then proceed to clamp down on the tooth with some kind of metal clamp. It it felt like a metal clamp to isolate the tooth. Once they've clamped down on the tooth, they cut a slit into the rubber and work on the isolated tooth. Now, Now, I'm guessing that's what happened because I can only go by what I felt. Um, because unlike my beloved Dr J, may he enjoy his retirement, (laughs) this dentist didn't deem it necessary to explain step by step what exactly it was that they were doing. So I was totally oblivious um, and I could only go by what I was feeling and sometimes seeing when I would dare to open my eyes and I actually think that's unacceptable but anyway that the, administ- the administering of that took a good 15 or so minutes. Honestly, it took forever because the dentist couldn't get it clamped down correctly. So it had to be removed and then uh, they made a second attempt. And I tell you, and why the rubber sheet? Why, why, why would they clamp down on the tooth and why would they use a rubber sheet? I can hear you asking. I'm glad you asked because I also asked. Otherwise, they would never have told me and they had no intention of telling me why they were doing it. They say that this is necessary to isolate the tooth to keep it dry whilst they work on it. Now, in all the years of successful dentistry, how is it that they now find themselves unable to work on one tooth unless it is kept absolutely dry? I mean, it's, (laughs) it's in your mouth for goodness sake. How can it be kept dry? Also, whatever happened to the suction tool? You know, the tool which sucks all the saliva out of your mouth. And sorry, my apologies if you're enjoying your breakfast or eating your lunch or your dinner. The last thing you need is to hear about my dental woes. But, but anyway, whatever happened to that suction tool? Well, believe it or not, that was still there. But mouths are still, even with the presence of the trusty suction tool, not dry enough for this dentist to work successfully on one tooth. Now, maybe it's just this dentist, but I mean, could it be what modern day dentistry has come to, could it be? It's just, to me, it's just another example of health and safety extremes, which the 21st century has now become synonymous with. You know, just just for years, dentists worked with a fairly moist mouth. Now they find it impossible to do so, or they choose not to do so. I don't know. Listen, if you're a dentist listening today, as always, I'll never forget my manners. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me in the greenhouse today. You are welcome. Please come again. (laughs) But let me clarify, this is not my intention to decry the efforts of countless hardworking and exceptionally qualified dentists. But I'm just sharing my experience here and there's a saying that he who feels it knows it and I felt it so I know it. It was traumatic and as I say I wasn't even kept in the loop with um, a lot of what was happening and of course you can't speak can you because your mouth's wide open and now also complete with latex squares and clamps I mean and the suction tool It would make for a great comedy sketch. With hindsight, I would have laughed. I would have laughed at the time if it hadn't been so painful. My back was aching, my neck was aching. The local anaesthetic used to, to take... It used to take about 10 seconds to administer this injection. No word of a lie. This injection, this time, took a whole minute. I was, I was held with the needle in my jaw for a whole minute. Then to add insult to injury, <laughs> the anaesthetic was insufficient because I could still feel what I should have had no business feeling. So it had to be administered again. The next day, the, in, the inside of my jaw was sore and it was raw. When I felt it with my tongue, it just felt sore and my jaw just ached, my back ached, my neck, oh my God, was stiff. My neck needed uncracking, if you know what I mean. It was so stiff. So towards the end of the session, I could tell something wasn't going to plan. Not only was it two hours in and, and nowhere near completed, but I could just sense there was, there was some issue, there was an issue. So then my senses were confirmed when a senior dentist entered the room and just took over. Without any introduction, just took over. So I was afforded the blessing, or was I afforded the blessing or not, of a trainee dentist? Was that a trainee dentist working on my mouth? Who knows? Well, at this point, I'm really not happy. And I asked again, I'm asked again, I'm, you know, this repeated question if I'm okay. But at this point, and for the first time ever, in all the times I've had to attend over the years, for the first time, I actually grunted because I couldn't speak. <laughs> so I grunted, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm no. As if they couldn't, and as if they couldn't believe it, I was asked again. And I grunted again, mm-mm, no, no. Well, the apologies started to flow and the excuses and explanations of what they were trying to do all came at me in one fell swoop. I mean, I was in discomfort and I just wasn't happy. And and I also felt emotionally, I felt emotional. And I really don't know why, but I did, I felt emotional. I felt, I felt like dentist fodder, you know, as if I didn't even really matter to them. They were just doing their job and I was obliged to pay extensively, my I add. I was obliged to pay for the privilege or not, as it turned out to be. So two and a half hours later, the clamp is, is now about to be removed. And uh, they didn't even tell me that. I just felt the tugging. They tugged so hard. I thought I was going to actually lose the tooth. They couldn't get the clamp off. They tugged and tugged. And eventually nearly fell over when it finally came away. Almost taking a couple of my sturdy incisors with it. So now the apologies are still flowing. And I was asked how I was... Uh, you know how I was feeling and, and I told them I told them I said the whole experience was traumatic it was traumatic I could see the dentist was really sorry and a little bit embarrassed but at that point I was really in so much discomfort I tried not to show that I really didn't care and in my mind I thought I just thought this in my mind and it didn't come out my mouth but in my mind I thought you're the professional and I'm paying the earth for this treatment and I just felt the whole experience was just unnecessarily shoddy and, and incompetent. My, just dare I say, it was incompetent. The dentist tried to ask me when I might be able to be booked in again. But I think I think the dental assistant saw the look on my face and suggested she take me out of the room and, and back to the receptionist's desk to finalize any plans for the next appointment. <laughs> I actually heard her say, I think I think, I'm sure I heard her say, I think she's had enough of you for one day, I'll take it from here. I tell you, she was right and I would have given her a high five if I could. I, I honestly would. I had really had enough. Anyway, rant over. So, reasons to be grateful? Any reasons to be grateful here? Well, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you on that one. Until next time.